across everyone welcome to the charbuk podcast this is your host kushal mehra all right today uh, topic is covid variants and the doubts or the myths surrounding them and i'm very grateful to have dr anand ranganathan and dr das back again on the podcast together thank you very much thanks kushal thanks very much for having us real pleasure hi dada how are you actually hi how are you doing so just to give everyone a brief background as such, I, i'm actually uh, as i as i say some people are lucky i'm a lucky guy so dr das messaged me he's like kushal covid variants ke bare mein bahut confusion chal rahi hai logo ko batana chahiye and i was like mujhe podcast sochne bhi nahi chahiye padti hai i'm lucky enough i know people who who care enough for, for informing and and then he said chalo anand ko bolo and we will talk about this in detail and we'll explain everything so so dr das obviously i'll start with you and i'll give you a layman's confusion about covid variants dr das because I, to be very honest even i am confused um so can we start from the baseline as to what exactly happens when a virus mutates why is it important for us to even understand something like this i uh, kushal uh, thanks for having me and uh, professor anand today i think uh, what i thought uh, and rather we thought we should uh, talk about this and because lots of confusions as you know there's a evolution virus of course when they uh, you know the generic from one to two to you know uh, uh, copies every time there is a possibility for the mutation and that during that mutation you know most of the mutation doesn't mean anything probably there is no change in fact some of the mutated version may not be infectious as they are related however uh, during that mutation uh, there could be some muta- uh, mutation which may cause uh, in fact more pathogenesis either they are more transmissibility or uh, more pathogenic uh, something like that similarly that in uh, in case of uh, covid-19 sars-cov-2 there's also uh, Uh, uh several mutations most of most of the you know right now what we talk about uh, we are talking about the delta variants now first question is first uh, how we call it this uh, various names as you know this is being uh, when there is a, in a particular area the one uh, one of the uh, you know mutant which is showing some kind of difference or according to their you know uh, difference in their transmissibility or the pathogenesis and then is the given given a name so it starts with the alpha bit alpha then beta then gamma then uh, delta alpha variants is discovered in uk and beta is in um, i believe in south africa and gamma is in brazil and delta is in in india so basically these are some of the variants so these variants may differ in uh, as you know this is a mutation happened they differ in their pathogenicity or uh, maybe transmissibility uh, uh, such kind of behavior so that is what uh, the various variants so uh, that's about it yeah uh, so anand so i am always confused as to there is a lot of confusion when it comes to uh, you know every time So again it's very important to give you a general public perception because people get very scared every time they hear the virus has mutated so so let's say with the delta variant right everybody got panicky so does 
does it is it a thumb rule anand that every time a virus mutates it means that it keeps getting more dangerous well it's uh, first of all thanks very much kushal for having me and it's wonderful seeing dada again uh, two points here uh, all viruses mutate in fact all living organisms mutate it's just a question of uh, do they mutate very slowly or do they mutate fast now this virus actually is a slow mutator can you imagine so we, we we should be very thankful that this virus is mutating slowly having said that even the slow mutation is dangerous because uh, you know it is combating the pressures uh, which is the stress that we are giving it now uh, one of the stress that you can say that we were giving it was that uh, with the vaccine present uh, the moment the virus infects us it would find the antibodies uh, against it so uh, you know as as evolution progresses if it does find those antibodies that are already present in us because of the vaccine then those antibodies would quote unquote kill the virus so and you know and as say if you if you go by strict efficacy and 80% of the time or 90% of the time you would not have you know the the, the infection holding on uh, you know or, or staying inside you but in in some cases if the if the antibody is inefficient uh, you can have the virus staying on but what is the virus is doing you see if the antibody is inefficient then it's nothing to do with the virus right but somehow the virus has also have evolved mechanisms and here dada would be able to explain much better because he is an immunologist to evade the immune system now this is what this delta virus if i am not mistaken has done three things number one it is able to actually evade our immune system number two it is able to bind much strongly to the human uh, uh, you know receptor the ace ace2 receptor and the way it has done it is through 14 i think 14 odd mutations i have a powerpoint slide that lists out all the mutations that i'm not able to get it right now uh, uh, but it is able to infect much more because it, it is able to bind much strongly to the ace inhibitor if it binds much strongly that means in a collection of all these variants that are floating around you would find that the delta variant is able to lock itself much strongly to the ace and once it locks itself it is able to get inside the cell so i think it is six times uh, strongly uh, than the the natural the uh, the original wuhan virus as far as the evading immunity is concerned now there are three or four different mechanism i said dada will throw more light on it but this one is surely able to evade the immunity which in fact the south african virus uh, mutant was also able to do so it has collected these two mutants one from the uk uh, basically it is a variant of the uk uh, mutant which was binding strongly to the or much stronger to the uh, ace inhibitor and ace uh, binder i'm sorry i say ace inhibitor because i am having ace inhibitors right now but that's a totally different story and number 2 from the south african mutant it is a, it has garnered this capacity evolutionarily to be able to evade the immunity now if it does these two then the fact of the matter is that it has it has evolved to escape uh, uh, you know certain death and that is what delta uh, mutant has done okay so dr das uh, can you uh, can you further add to uh, the points that anand has raised like how exactly does the delta variant function then so what exactly is it doing see um, delta variant is of in uh, is a variant that uh, 
discovered in India. See, Delta variant is most important thing. One has to know this is its transmissibility is much higher than the so-called original Wuhan virus. And this because of there are several uh, mutations. And as you know, that uh, it becomes because of survival of the fetus, the one which is, uh, is you know, virus is almost trying to survive in the, in the host, whereas host is trying to eliminate. So basically this virus somehow can evade the immune response in, in a better way. How do, do they do that? There are several mechanisms. Because of mutations, the T-cell response or the antibody response is generated in a, in a, on, a, um, on an epitope because of mutation. So basically the T-cells may not recognize pretty well or the antibody may, may not recognize uh, pretty well. So therefore, it may evade. However, one thing I would like to uh, emphasize here, uh, all we are discovering, the, whatever the um, your vaccine right now we are giving, uh, for example, Covishield or mRNA vaccine, all are, most of them are dependent on mm, a spike protein. So that means everybody has the spike protein. And if you look at the virus can be neutralized by the antibodies which is generated against the RBD portion. RBD means uh, region of binding, binding to the S receptor. So basically, if there is a mutation in that RBD domain, so therefore antibody may not bind. However, because of mutation, the, it is also possible that, that uh, virus may not bind. So basically, all I'm trying to say, the those vaccines are working now. Whatever we say, if it is working, it should work for the most of the variants because this is against that uh, spike protein, especially especially on RBD uh, RBD portion. So va vaccine should be effective. It's not that vaccine should not be effective. However, there are two three points I would like to emphasize here. So um, in reality, in, in as you see in UK, the when the vaccine was given, the even the vaccinated people were also getting uh, uh, disease. But it says the hospitalization is much less. And also the um, magnitude of the uh, um, pathogenesis or the hospital stay uh, is much less. What it means? It means probably it's not only the antibodies or the T-cell response, probably that innate memory response or the trained immunity is working. So that is what not only the vaccine is, is you know, um, uh, generating T-cell response or antibody response, but also is one has to, uh, you know, um, one has to, uh, you know, uh, 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 carefully analyze uh, the uh, innate memory response of the trained immunity. So in India, yeah, let me uh, say this. In India, right now, what we are giving is two uh, vaccines. One is Covishield. Covishield is a, is a spike protein um, recombinant uh, with the adenovirus. And second thing is the, which is Covaxin, which is the attenuated uh, SARS-CoV-2. 
so in that case that covishield those who are getting uh, covishield so their immune response is against the antibody against the spike protein and the some um, um the trained immunity or the innate memory response against the virus means i'm talking about the adenovirus and the covaxin the it has the antibody response or the t cell response against not only spike protein but also other uh, proteins in the uh, in the uh, sars cov 2 as well as some um, uh, innate memory response of the uh, uh, trained immunity so basically good work yes yeah a question that's very interesting dada but i'd i'd like to ask you one thing because i think that it struck me very very recently there was a, a brilliant uh, paper or a review in nature uh, and they had the crystal structure of the the spike protein because now there are so many such of a spike protein they even had uh, i think cryo cryo structure of it and what what was amazing and this is one of the ways by which the virus is evading uh, our immune system and also uh, you can say uh, you know the antibodies that our immune system has generated by way of the vaccine being given to us is that if you look at the entire spike protein if you just leave out the receptor binding domain which is on top of the spike protein the rest of the spike protein is coated with sugar so uh, you know the virus is so cunning it has coated the rest of the uh, uh, you know uh, the spike protein with sugar so that antibodies will not be able to recognize those regions except it can't help it can't coat the uh, uh, you know the receptor binding domain with sugar because then that will not attach itself to the ace ace receptor so when you had as a vaccine candidate the entire spike protein and your uh, your body made antibodies against the entire spike protein including the rbd receptor binding domain most of those antibodies that were generated were against the regions of the spike protein that the virus has coated with sugar maybe that is one of the reasons why the antibodies that our body is generating and the antibodies that the vaccines are generating are not being that effective uh, would you like to comment on that dada yes see in uh, very early i mean uh, all more than a year uh, i think is nature immunology paper uh, somewhere i don't exactly remember now it is very well uh, worked out the one can get protection against uh, covid 19 provided that they make antibody against rbd rest of the things uh, is may not be in, in working even if the antibody is uh, uh, generated against rest of the uh, part may not be uh, very effective as always it is possible that it can be mutated and also it it is covered by the uh, by the sugar is a you know um, this sugar you know antibody can be generated against the sugar also however because of change of moiety of the amino acid in during mutation those antibodies may or may not also work however one antibody absolutely it has to work that is antibody against the rbd portion so that is what um, the um, the that is what i said if your vaccine candidate can generate neutralizing antibody against the rbd that is a successful vaccine and 
if the virus mutated the rbd portion virus may not be able to bind on the ace receptor so therefore the virus will be eliminated on the other hand if if you can generate the antibody against rbd your vaccine is making uh, antibody against rbd it has to work for a, all mutation all mutated uh, versions isn't it if it is outside the, the rbd portion mutation doesn't matter because the antibody is neutralizing it and Ant antibody works in two ways either uh, activating complement system or, uh, or uh, you know activating uh, phagocytic pathway the optionization uh, optionization works uh, optionization so basically all you need is binding antibody on the rbd portion unless unless dada there is a mutation which is outside the rbd but through allosteric means it changes the shape of the rbd that is also a possibility yeah if the changes the if the uh, changes the shape of the rbd that is not going yeah. to bind to the s correct right? that is also there yeah yeah absolutely yes but can you can you um, sorry kushal just one question because i was really intrigued by this viral mechanism of coating itself with sugar to evade uh, you know the antibodies that are what's the way around it i mean natural way around it as well as a vaccine mediated way around it because it seems to me i mean if i'm not mistaken moderna pfizer even uh, even the covishield has the entire spike protein so none of the vaccines is just the receptor binding domain now when you have the entire spike protein and receptor binding domain is by the way only 10% of it i think so yeah. out of 1000 amino acids it's only 100 amino acids or something so yeah. 90% of the surface that you are giving for either your body or uh, natural virus when it's injected 90% of the surface is covered with sugar now why would you give that instead of just the receptor binding domain as a vaccine candidate uh, well i mean uh, to uh, give the sometimes the epitope is basically um structural epitope so basically to maintain that structure i am not going in there see it is when it is given the whole uh, spike protein the, now you come come back to the how the protein is synthesized in uh, in the uh, host the spike protein or for that matter any virus protein it it happens in the uh, cytosol of the cell so basically it is going to Uh, it, it is going to the uh, get the glycosylated anyway, isn't it? So basically, it doesn't matter. So it, if you get the whole spike protein, so let's consider the spike protein RB, antibody generated against the um, RBD. That's fine, and the antibody on the others uh, other than RBD may also contribute neutralization. That's fine. so if you give whole thing not antibody against not only rbd but also the other epitopes including that of sugar so that may neutralize so now if there is a mutation mutation may cause you know in in one epitope so that's fine but rest of the epitopes are still remaining in there so therefore once again i am emphasizing if that whatever the the vaccines right now we have it should work it should work for um, almost all uh, variants however 
if the immune response sustained for a long or is the generator generate enough antibody response or the memory response they may, may not work for a long you see that is the that is the issue kushal you know and i want to get dada in this because this requires the real um, uh, immunologist response you see the thing is um, was it an israeli study that found out that pfizer is only 39% effective against the delta variant i can't remember but there was some report sooner or later dada there would be a mutant that would emerge against which these vaccines of plethora of vaccines would be totally ineffective i mean 39% according to me is pretty ineffective if you were to uh, you know if you were to launch a vaccine uh, a multinational company launch a vaccine saying that look our vaccine is 39% effective i mean log sadak pe chappal chappal se pitai karenge what are you talking about you know so uh, you know they they said our vaccine is 95% effective that was the original variant so if it turns out to be 39% effective i mean that's the vaccine dead right there you can say because of the t cell generated immunity because of other reasons that hospitalization has reduced people aren't dying but i i wouldn't you know I would say those are the primary selling points of a vaccine for the last hundred years. If a vaccinologist were to say, "I would give you a concoction by which you would still get the disease, but you won't die," how many people would uh, you know take that vaccine? Not many. In fact, that was the problem. That I, if I'm not mistaken, used to happen with tuberculosis and malaria. That is the reason why we don't have a vaccine against them. I mean, in in other in other. So you know, to say that vaccines are working, even when you know. that uk is a great example they are working only to the extent that they have prevented death and which is fantastic i mean that is that is really i mean you know it is brilliant i'm, I'm not in any way uh, you know disparaging that that has saved lives but the fact is vaccines are not working according to my dictionary definition if you give a person a vaccine and you find that he can still be infected with the disease against which the vaccine was made so uh, here is here is the question we discovered the delta variant in india uh, almost 10 months ago i think it was october october 20th 2020 that we discovered it in maharashtra it's been almost 10 months in 10 months using the original wuhan virus you could conduct all the phase 1 2 and 3 trials and the government could give you emergency use authorization right that's a fact i'm talking of kushal i'm talking of yeah. what has happened over the past one and a half years yes so why could when we had the the delta variant discovered in december in in october last year why couldn't these companies make a a delta variant vaccine this is what i want to ask or was that a fool's errand do you think we shouldn't make a delta variant vaccine according to me if you find out a deadly mutant and that has lasted so delta is a very robust mutant right i mean it has today i have seen most of the genome sequencing that people are doing as a report today 80 85% of all the sequences that are coming out are delta variant so the question is jaise aapne original wuhan virus ko bharat biotech ne inactivate kiya with beta beta prophylactone and made a vaccine out of it ek chamber mein aap delta variant uh, uh, you know uh, uh, mutant ko uh, inactivate karke uski vaccine banao to 10 mahine ho gaye abhi tak wo vaccine kyon nahi bani ye mera sawal hai uh anand could that be the case of uh, the classical case where economics eventually hits and reality strikes in that the research cost or the cost to go on developing new virus uh, 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 matlab mutated virus uh, to, 
uh, and you know vaccines is just not feasible for these companies okay uh, yeah. uh, i uh, okay b- before the other comes in just to answer you very quickly you see now you see how how quickly we have entered into an area which where the decisions are not entirely going to be scientific right they are going to be maybe geopolitical they are going to be governmental certainly their money is going to be poured in but the fact is that if you discovered a very robust mutant on the side you start developing it as a vaccine and you reach a stage where the government is in a position to give you an eua for it what is the alternative alternative is that the original vaccine that you had is only 39% effective now do you want to give keep giving the the janta a 39% efficacious vaccine according to me that is a blunder you know you can say ki are bhai hospital nahi jaoge maroge nahi lekin aapko ye bacha lega aap please ye le lo as opposed to with a little bit of incremental cost here is a delta vaccine that we have made that is incredibly effective take it which one would you take it kushal it's a straight answer to you no i would obviously take an updated uh, vaccine which takes care of the delta variant but here's the point right anand now maybe with pfizer there is a issue of 39% but from what we know what has happened in uk in uk that's not the case because most of the population is astrazeneca and the results are not the same with astrazeneca in comparison to pfizer right or or i may be wrong and i think i would leave it to dr das to uh, tell yeah. us about that Yeah, that's uh, why we need. Uh, yeah. that okay, so uh, I have three points to make. Number one, see, this is uh, a, uh, every day there could be one mutation or maybe several mutation is uh, coming. So instead of um, generating vaccine for every uh, mutated version, why not scientists should come up with an out of box idea? It can work for almost all the variants. There's the first uh, is not the government is not the industry rather is a challenge uh, to uh, for the scientists and government should facilitate such kind of program so that is my request and uh, coming to the uh, the vaccine what you, we know 39% and the slowly and these vaccines are not working or not efficacious that's because if i can enter little bit in science um that's because as you see the immune response whatever being generated is not sufficient or the immune response generated by the vaccine is not sustaining for long so all these properties are not actually uh, decided or dictated by the antigen antigen means i'm talking about the protein for uh, viewers but is dictated by additional information with the pathogen what we call it pam or for that matter we call it adjuvant so basically i was from the beginning i was insisting that same immune response we can generate with additional better adjuvant so therefore the if you generate what you call it the adenovirus recombinant spike protein because of same virus uh, you know um, component it may not be as effective or if you give only that um, spike protein the mrna that only makes only spike protein 
because of once again in absence of appropriate adjuvant your immune response may not sustain for a long so that is all i want to say now if you can instead of generating recombinant in adenovirus can you choose an appropriate uh, adjuvant once again i'll bring the issue of bcg 100 years known the bcg is an absolutely fantastic adjuvant that is what again and again i was insisting the same uh, your uh, spike protein if you make a recombinant on bcg that will definitely will generate better immune response and can that immune response can sustain for a long and that is and probably that can also give you the um, uh, the immune response against almost all the variants that's because the several papers right now came uh, uh, you know trial uh, papers uh, result of the clinical trial uh, already came in everywhere is showing the bcg immunization beautifully works for covid-19 so as bcg is not the related to covid-19 then how bcg is protecting again once again the old thing i'll repeat that is because of innate memory response or the trained immunity so therefore if we can harness trained immunity by giving bcg on top of that bcg is giving you as a good adjuvant to generate better immune response against that your recombinant protein which is in this case is the spike protein so that if we can do once again i believe that would be the the, the uh, good vaccine so actually i i have a question for both uh, you dr das and anand so anand i'll come to you first this is something that i have a doubt about now uh this 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 one had was written by even callaway it was an article in nature nature.com uh which was about uh there was a study i think in uh, by an immunologist at monash university in melbourne australia which basically said that uh if the the antibodies through infection if you were infected by sars cov2 because initially the 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 news uh, that we would hear anand was 3 mahine tak rahengi fir wo 3 mahine se 6 mahine hui 6 mahine ka unhone 9 mahine kiya ab ye 1 saal ho gaya hai now i read an article which was based on two studies what what they were saying was uh, 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 let me read it exactly what there's a quote said there a plasma cell is our life history in terms of the pathogens we've been exposed to says Ali Elberi a B cell immunologist at Washington University at St Louis Missouri who led the study published in Nature on 24th May researchers presumed that SARS-CoV-2 infection would trigger the development of BMPCs nearly all viral infections do but there have been signs that severe covid-19 might disrupt the cells formation some early covid-19 immunity studies also stoked worries when they found that antibody levels plunged not long after recovery but then they keep going on basically what these now these two studies are claiming that antibodies might last a lifetime so in that case anand my question is then if they are going to last a lifetime and they are going to work against most of these mutations what the hell are we supposed to do like a common man reads this and it confuses the living daylights out of them yes no i you're you're absolutely right uh, you know there are uh, 
uh, I think right now possibly more than a dozen studies. And you were right. You know, they say that antibodies last from anywhere from three months to you know 12 months, even beyond that. And when they are talking about a lifetime, they are talking about the T cell generated immunity. But I am talking about the antibodies that are neutralizing antibodies that last. In fact, this is a question which is prime for Dada. But the the confusion remains, and it's not only uh, you know with the layman; it is with everyone. And the fact of the matter is, look, Kushal, this this virus is very new. All the studies that happen uh, normally, when we gain information around any pathogen, we gain it over decades, sometimes over a century, which is the case with Mycobacterium tuberculosis. Here we are, on a you know so-called evolutionary timescale, we are condensing the information that we have gleaned of uh, you know on this virus from you know maybe 50 years to uh, you know not even a year. So give it a couple of years, we will we will know so much more about this virus. We know so much more about it already than we knew. You know when it struck one and a half years ago, but the fact of the matter is, as Dada would uh, you know bear me out and explain much better because he is the real immunologist. I am a Goda doctor. The fact of the matter is that you have both immunities. One is the the T cell driven immunity, and the other is the one that you get immediately, which is the neutralizing antibodies. And if you lose that, even in three months or six months or something, you still have the memory response. So when people say that it may last, somebody says it may last up to, uh, you know, ten ten months. It may last up to a year. They are talking about that. Am I right, Dada? Uh, yes, you are absolutely right. But uh, one thing one has to remember: the antibody response, memory response, absolutely depends on the human genetics. So basically, which population you are talking about, it also depends. Second thing is if the antibody neutralizing that i know antibody is hanging around against the sars cov 2 whether those are uh, second question whether these are neutralizing antibody third question is if these are neutralizing antibodies hanging around for lifetime or lifelong how the so many uh, you know people those who received vaccines uh, we have seen in india we have seen in in uk the how they are getting this uh, uh, infection again and why they are saying the antibody yeah, this uh, vaccine works you can there's less hospitalization but still you, you are getting the disease so <clears throat> in adaptive immune responses there is nothing called something partial um, you know protection because if a t cell one memory t cell which is protective is is generated that's because of when there is an infection comes in that memory cells will clonally expand so therefore it immediately it will be eliminated similarly antibody generally we call it antibodies hanging around for a year long is not true actually the antibody is generated by is produced by plasma cell and some of the antibody producing cells they become memory cell and they hide basically when there is a new infection comes in this uh, b cell comes back and then start producing more plasma cells and start producing antibodies so basically if this enough number of uh, you know if the uh, b cell memory is there and the t cell memory is there 
they should be neutralized immediately so but that is not happening happening is says disease is happening but its magnitude is less that can only happen if there is something called innate memory response or the trained immunity so basically we are more or less like are depending on the trained immunity so that one has to consider and seriously so far nobody nobody has looked at the b cell memory compartment and the b cell memory compartment everybody is talking about the the actually the antibodies 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 hanging hang around so anand in the meantime uh, i i can i ask you a couple of questions now Sure. So uh, until Dr. Das comes back again, so there's also a lot of discussion, Anand, about herd immunity. Now, is herd immunity conceptually a possibility when it comes to SARS-CoV-2? So, um, so basically, so what I I said, so if one has to look for this memory response, even after vaccination, one can find it out the whether it is generating. Certain memory response, for example, central memory response and stem cell like T memory response. If then only we can say sure, this response memory response is going to sustain for a long time and it is going to protect. Unless somebody measures this, measures this memory response, nowhere in no way we can say this vaccine is going to work for long or this vaccine is not going to work for long. or right, anand now can you explain that herd immunity bit again yes yes so i mean here again uh, kushal i mean dada would be able to explain much better but of what i know if uh, you know for example if you take any other uh, uh, smallpox or you take hepatitis b or you take any other uh, you know organism most pathogens against which we have effective vaccine um then herd immunity the concept is brilliant because what you're doing is by vaccinating as many people as possible you are reducing this kind of reservoir uh, of the virus itself and you're reducing the, the you know the uh, uh, the chance that the virus will get to infect people and it requires around you know 80 80% or 85% or some even before before covid they used to say 60% 70% would reach herd immunity now they are saying 90% would reach herd immunity but the point of the matter is that if you are able to vaccinate and the virus doesn't infect you that is what immunity is right but here the case is you have been vaccinated and still the virus is infecting you because the virus has mutated and the mutant virus has it doesn't care about the antibodies that you have generated against the original virus so i don't know whether we can live with this concept of herd immunity as far as corona virus is concerned and this is why dada would uh, you know possibly agree or disagree this is why we haven't yet had a vaccine against a corona virus for you know decades the reason for that is for example if you look at astrazeneca vaccine in uk as an example now would you have said that uh because 80 or almost all the pop- vulnerable population at least of uk has been vaccinated yeah you will you they have attained herd immunity and uh the virus uh, does not have a reservoir anymore well we have seen the uh, the cases were shooting up like nobody's business in the last you know months two months ago so it is clear that the virus is still infecting you can say 
that the virus is not infecting those people who've been vaccinated. They're infecting those. It is infecting those who are under 18. But I don't know uh, the 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 breakup of that. But I am pretty sure that the virus is infecting those who have been vaccinated. No doubt about it. That is what you know. Many of the papers that are coming out now are also saying. So if the virus is able to still have as a reservoir you who had been vaccinated, where is the concept of herd immunity? Because what will happen is that the virus will use you as a reservoir. You might not die, you might not be hospitalized, but the virus is using you as a bank. The virus will fly away from you and infect others. So there is no concept of herd immunity. Just please, I, I, I beg of Dallas to tell me I'm wrong, because if I'm right, then it is a very scary situation. You know, we, we are going to eliminate herd immunity from this whole vaccinology equation. No, so I just have a point here, Anand. See, uh, honestly, I, I also have doubts about what you're saying because I'll give you the example of Mumbai. Now, hear me out. Mumbai, when the first wave came uh, last year, it started around March, April, May, June was the, was the peak period when in the first wave came. And uh, I mean, I'm just going by the exact reportage records, ward-wise breakups, area-wise breakups of the BN Mumbai Municipal Corporation. Uh, the one one good thing about BMC is they actually share data, which is very unlike India. BMC actually is very open about it. They share their uh, ward-wise data very openly. Kis area mein hua, kis mein. So it's very are clear. The first wave hit the are, you, are, you, are you just saying this because uh, your government has shifted and you're scared because the rest of your hair also might be shaved? Oh, not at all. I give them a lockdown lockdown. So that's not an issue at all. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought you need a haircut and the best way to get a good nahin, haircut nahin, nahin. would be to... <laughs> I, uh, no, no issues at all. I would never vote Speak for this. Be true to power. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no, but I, I, I got your question, and I, I'm going to be intemperate enough to interrupt you. You know, like pehle hota tha na, teacher pushti the question, and bache question khata hone se pehle hi kehle the. Arey, I, I'll get you know a toffee. So I'm going to interrupt you and say you are talking about not the vaccine-driven herd immunity. You're talking about herd infection. immunity driven by people. Yes, infection. Now I would say Dada would again come in here. That would be much better. In fact, you can still attain herd immunity, but us maybe. There are so many cases, so many cases where the people who have been infected once are being infected again by the mutant Delta variant. So, usme bhi problem hai, lekin usme itni problem nahi hai, jitni ki vaccine wali, vaccine driven herd immunity mein problem thi. Dada, please come in and rescue us. See, herd immunity concept is nothing. Basically, the how the transmission is going on. So, basically, suppose your 80% population, if it is a kind of has vaccinated and vaccine protects 100%. So now the chance of you getting the infection because of vaccine. So basically depending on the number of population in the community, suppose 80% uh, people got the vaccine, right? So if, if, somebody is getting infection so your chances will be less 80% less because of 80% people are vaccinated so if a person gets still get the infection because other 80% are also you know vaccinated so basically how it transmit so basically if you look at carefully by statistics so your chances every time it goes by uh, uh, I think one fifth, one fifth by one fifth. So basically, it is where it goes. The final calculation is if I think 79 to 82 percent 
are vaccinated and the 100% protected they don't give them attend the herd immunity so basically whereas herd immunity is coming from the word that it's presuming that the your um, vaccination protects you 100% but your vaccine when it's showing its efficacy is not 100% how can you talk about the really hard immunity isn't it so now we do and thus when we are talking about hard immunity now the question is hard immunity by vaccination and hard immunity by the uh, infection to so vaccination once again what vaccine we are giving either inactivated covaxin the inactivated virus covaxin what are the number of antibodies and etc etc with magnitude which be much less than the so called the real infection in real infection is a this all these proteins and antigens are exposed slowly for a long period of time so therefore the immune response generated by the real virus will be much better than the so called one uh, one target vaccine in that case generating herd immunity by this uh, those who are infected is much better you know what i'm saying or protection is probably much better so therefore once again although it's not completely working still those who are got real infection may have better chance to retain the immune response you know what i'm saying so that is what exactly so those who in a in a population if they got 80% in theoretically if they got 80% people got infection in that case their possibility of generating herd immunity okay anand there is now we have to talk about this issue because uh, you know i wrote an article about it on uh, एंड आई मीन मैं तो कोई नहीं हूँ मैं तो टुची सी पॉडकास्ट चलाता हूँ सो मेरे को कोई सुनता नहीं है बियॉन्ड अ पॉइंट इन इंडिया क्या बात कर रहे हो सो ऐसा है कि द फर्स्ट टाइम आई रेड वर देर वर थ्री पेपर्स दैट हैड कम आउट ऑन डेथ्स इन इंडिया अभी ऐसा हो गया ना आनंद इट हैज कम टू अ पॉइंट किया अभी हम तीनों हिंदू हैं सो वी कैन यू नो टू हैव दिस डिस्कशन हां अभी अभी ठीक है माना अभी मैं डॉक्टर दास के बारे में नहीं जानता मगर मैं और तुम तो चलो नास्तिक वाले वो वाली वैरायटी के हो गए मगर चलो हम तो नहीं मगर फिर भी हिंदुओं का बिलीफ होता है कि हम तो वापस पैदा हो जाते हैं अभी एट द रेट ऑफ व्हिच दे आर प्रेडिक्टिंग डेथ्स इन इंडिया मुझे ऐसा लगता है कि वी शुड ऑफिशियली डिक्लेयर 1.4 बिलियन इंडियंस वर डेड एंड मैजिकली रीबॉर्न इन द सेम बॉडी बिकॉज आई मीन द काइंड ऑफ रबिश आई मीन एंड आई दीज आर माई वर्ड्स नो प्रॉब्लम इन सेंग दिस द काइंड ऑफ रबिश दैट इज बीन पब्लिश इन वेस्टर्न अकेडमिया अंडर द नेम ऑफ एनालिसिस ऑफ डेथ्स इन इंडिया कि इतने लोग मर गए जी उतने लोग मर गए जैसे पता नहीं हम लोग रास्ते में चलते हैं स्पीड ब्रेकर की जगह रास्ते में हमको लाश दिख रही है स्पीड ब्रेकर नहीं है What are your views, Anand? And I actually want to hear from Dr. Das too. But Anand, first you, what do you make of this whole excess deaths in India? Anand, you'll have to unmute yourself. Uh, this is a very interesting uh, uh, point of discussion, Kushal. And um, in fact, you were one of the first ones in the during the second wave to have written that article. And you might be self, uh, uh, you know, denigrating. But I think that article uh, did touch a nerve and was appreciated by a lot of people. 
the fact is if you really want to hear in the lingo that all of us understand ye dhanda ban gaya dhanda excess debt is a dhanda now you saw how i think it was probably two weeks ago you had even the ex uh, chief economic advisor i forget his name now thank thank god i forget his name uh, he also okay right he also jumped into this and in the end of that paper where you have the you discuss the limitations of your work is limitations are more than uh, you know the work itself the point of the matter is these guys they want to they are quite disgusted by the fact that while america has 2000 deaths per million right india has only 300 deaths per million basically yahi hai aap sabka dekh lijiye john dress ka le lo aur sabka sab yahi keh rahe hain ki pata nahi millions bane ek ne to ye bhi keh diya caravan ka ya kahin ka ki kahin ka hi hoga यू नो कि जितने भी आप वर्ल्ड में वर्ल्ड डेथ्स से ज्यादा इंडिया में डेथ्स हुई मतलब ये ये लोग ये कह रहे हैं कि मतलब यू नो फाइव मिलियन सिक्स मिलियन जो नंबर आ रहा है तो आई वुड रियली क्रेडिट शमिका रवि बिकॉज शी ब्रॉट आउट समथिंग हथौड़े की तरह सर पे मारा इनके और उसके बाद ये सब चुप हो गए थोड़ा सा सो दैट वॉज अ ब्रिलियंट पीस बाय शमिका बिकॉज वॉट ऑल दीज गाइज वर डूइंग कैलकुलेटिंग इज दे वर लुकिंग एट द डेटा दैट इंडियन गवर्नमेंट स्टेट गवर्नमेंट एज वेल एज सेंट्रल गवर्नमेंट हैज of number of registered deaths and what they were saying is ki humne 2014 uh, 2015 se 2019 tak dekhi uske baad 2020 ki dekhi so there is this you know million deaths more okay so that is government is hiding something ye sab badmasho ne ye hata chhipa rakha tha ki agar aap 2014 se 2018 ki dekhe compare it to 2019 there was still 1 million excess deaths that was a non covid year ye koi nahi bata raha tha so you know their agenda becomes so clear agar ye yahi baat sabse agar ye wo rakh dete okay if they had kept this as a premise and you had you know you had sent this paper off to any scientific uh, journal they would have rejected it outright because your control itself says that the kind of methodology and the mechanism you are using to determine excess death in the non covid year also there were 1 million excess death what are you talking about so this is a dhanda now and these guys are running a mock because if you remember sabse pehle ek aaya tha maharathi jisne kaha tha august 2020 tak 2 million deaths will be there he was going he by the cfr wo bhi economist tha yes he was going by the cfr of 3% so sab kood rahe hain bhai sab paisa kama rahe hain to kama lenge but you know the tragedy what i tell you what has happened is and here i like to bring kerala because i i really respect what you've been saying throughout which is at variance with a lot of what uh, you know people who are pro government are saying you know saying to kerala is one than much better or much worse compared to other states which is actually true ab ye kerala you know the only reason why i can i can give uh, uh, you know uh, some some kind of pat on the back to the people who are now denigrating the kerala model is because aapne wo model bada chada itna diya tha ki wo obviously ab log girayenge usko because you were saying I mean, all these guys were saying Kerala is doing something so different from what other states are doing that its model has to be emulated, emulated, you know, by other states and all. Why? वो नहीं है. So, इसलिए उनको भी जब डांट पीछे पड़ी, you know, पिछवाड़े पे पड़ी उनको, तो that was important. But what you are saying is actually true that Kerala is not doing anything much worse or much better than any other state. The whole point is you bring politics into science, yar. Or मैंने ये कितनी बार क्या रखा? If you bring politics into science, you make it political science. मैं आपको एक example देता हूँ. आप केरला का example ले लो. 
जब इनका आया कि भाई ट्वेंटी थाउजेंड इन्फेक्शन पर डे हो रही क्यों हो रही है ये पूरी मशीनरी लग गई इनकी सारी लेफ्टिस का बाल लग गए पीछे कि इसका कोई वो यू नो टुकड़म ढूंढो वो उन्होंने फटाफट वो आईसीएमआर की अनपब्लिश स्टडी जो कि कहती है स्टेट्स पे मत जाओ हमारा सीरो सर्वे आप स्टेट्स की इंडिविजुअली मत देखो फिर भी इन्होंने उसको देखना शुरू कर दिया और उन्होंने ये एक्सप्लेनेशन दी कि केरला में ओनली फोर्टी पीपल यू नो हैव एंटीबॉडीज अगेंस्ट द वायरस वेर एज इन यूपी एटी पीपल है अरे गधे पहले सबसे पहले देखते कि आसाम ऑल्सो हैज फोर्टी पीपल ओके आसाम में तो वो नहीं हो रहा 20,000 केसेस पर डे हो रहा है कि नहीं हो रहा तो आसाम एज अकॉर्डिंग टू इफ यू से इफ यू ट्रम्पेट केरला मॉडल देन यू हैव टू ट्रम्पेट आसाम मॉडल एज वेल बिकॉज विद द सेम नंबर ऑफ सीरो पॉजिटिविटी आसाम देर आर हार्डली एनी केसेस वेर एज केरला ट्वेंटी थाउजेंड केसेस अगर आप यूपी का भी ले लो तो ये प्रॉब्लम वो होती है ना कि जब आप एजेंडा लेके चलते हो सुनर और लेटर यू हैव टू स्टम्बल बिकॉज आप साइंस के साथ नहीं हो आप प्रोपागेंडा के साथ अगर आप यूपी का भी ले लो एटी परसेंट ट्वेंटी परसेंट ऑफ दैट मीन ट्वेंटी परसेंट आर स्टिल एक्सपोज एंड वॉलरेबल टू द वायरस राइट ट्वेंटी परसेंट यूपीआई ट्वेंटी परसेंट ऑफ टू हंड्रेड मिलियन कितना हुआ जरा बताना फोर्टी मिलियन करेक्ट ओके एंड फिफ्टी परसेंट केरला पॉपुलेशन फिफ्टी परसेंट ऑफ थर्टी मिलियन विच इज केरला पॉपुलेशन कितना हुआ फिफ्टीन मिलियन करेक्ट सो यूपी स्टिल हैज मोर पीपल फोर्टी मिलियन मोर ओके हु आर वॉलरेबल देन कंपेयर टू केरला Why is it not seeing 30,000 cases per day? So, आप कितना समझाओगे यार यू नो कितना समझाओगे इनको समझ में नहीं आता इनका प्रोपागेंडा है नो बडी इज पिक्ट अप दिस पॉइंट बाई द वे नो बडी एज यू नो टोल्ड द ब्रेकअप द यूपी पॉपुलेशन दैट इवन इफ यू गो बाय एटी परसेंट इज इम्यून टू वायरस विच आई फाइंड यू नो वेरी हार्ड एंड आईसीएमआर इज ऑल्सो सेट प्लीज डोंट गो बाय द स्टेट स्प्लिटअप बिकॉज दैट इज पॉसिबली साइंटिफिकली नॉट करेक्ट इवन इफ यू थिंक दैट इज करेक्ट Even if you think 80% of UP is now immune, third wave, I and I, वो सब कुछ भी है. 20% of UP is still 40 million guys, which is more than the population of Kerala. उनको तो नहीं हो रहा 30,000 cases per day. So I don't know what to say, Kushal. This is this is going to continue because people have brought in politics in this. See, इन लोगों का धंधा ही है भाई कि लोग इन लोगों का पगंडा है. So basically, धंधा है पर धंधा. Plan with science. basically yeah. why really why to waste time rather we should concentrate on science and how we can overcome all this that is more important nin log ka dhanda hai wo karta rahega aap kuch bhi karo to ulta karke dikhayega yeah ab ye maine explanation di hai na ab is explanation ka bhi koi communist communist wahan pe minister utha ke kahega nahi ye wala reason bhi ho sakta hai wo bhi ho sakta hai fact of the matter is if you had 20000 cases coming up every day you shouldn't have eased the restrictions that you did for bakri seedhi si baat hai ab uski aap daant nahi khana chahte explanation de rahe ho to fir aap obviously yaar you know you are you are in aapne itna bol diya dekhoge kya kata aaj raat ko koi ab you know ek pseudo journalist kal subah ek aap ka ye nikalega aur ye twitter par mar dega <laughs> we are, we are used to it dada it happened with you for the first time so you know <laughs> we are very used to it guys yeah, i have to yeah. leave i have a meeting in in 4 minutes kushal at okay, 5 o'clock okay so uh, anand we'll wrap it up we just have one question so 
just one question, Anand, and uh, I actually, uh, I think both of you have to answer this. So someone has asked, is mass vaccination accelerating the mutation process anyway? Because Brett Weinstein has been talking about this. Do you think that is true? Is mass vaccination accelerating the mutation process, Dr. Das? And this is the only question and we can then wrap it up. Uh, I don't think so, but uh, you know, if there is a vaccine is protecting and but uh, always for the survival of a, any species, like you know, in this case the virus, so always survival of the fetus, they basically they have to mutate. They are mutating. Some mutation 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 version will survive. That is true. But is it whether this mass vaccination is uh, causing mutation? I don't think so. It has been shown though uh, that uh, mutations get speeded up for this virus in immune compromised patients. But that's a very, uh, you know, minuscule proportion of the people who are exposed to the virus. But there, there, is, there, there are reports, scientific reports that say that the virus that affects the immune compromised patients, the mutation rate is much more. So the chances of having a mutant is much more in those. For any also pathogen, those who are immune compromised, they correct. have um, mutation. Yeah. So here True. is the vaccination. So actually, it should be ulta, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then somebody has asked this. I think it's only fair if I ask you. So someone has yeah. gotten two doses of Pfizer in Singapore. So they're asking if they come to India, should they get a booster dose of Covaxin as a mix and match cocktail? Because I remember you guys had spoken about a mix and match cocktail last time. Yes. So, your, so what, what, what would you guys recommend? So the first one. Those who are already vaccinated, I don't think one need the uh, additional vaccination. I don't think so. Basically... But uh, yeah, Anand may have some, uh, you know, uh, uh, you, you may have some opinion. See, my, my yeah, um, it, it's it's dicey. It uh, earlier when we were talking about this, if you remember, seven eight months ago, Kushal, that was when we did not know the uh, you know how strong these vaccines are going to work in real life in in the real field. Right now, many studies have come out, and people have also at that point of time there wasn't much robust. Uh, talking of the T cell driven immunity. So now, you know, now with all those things combined, um, I, I would I would go with Dara that, you know, there is really no need to keep on getting yourself vaccinated with different kinds of vaccines because ultimately, as we found with Pfizer, for example, it had 95% efficacy against the original one, but according to one study, uh, Israeli study, it is only 39% efficacious against uh, Delta variant. Whereas if you look at Covaxin, it was 78% uh, efficacy against the original. It is still, uh, I don't think that paper is out yet. Uh, what is the percentage efficacy against the Delta variant? I don't know whether they've done that study or not, but I mean, in, in the field with a controlled double blind experiment, I don't think they've done that. But in the, in, in the, um, in the lab, they have found out that you still have utilizing antibodies against the Delta variant. Uh, so I don't think there is any any need anymore. But having said that, the way this virus is, uh, has taught us lessons, I think we do need to have boosters. I don't know whether in six months or a year or something. Now, when you're having a booster, then you can decide, you know, whether I want a booster of Pfizer or a Moderna or a Covaxin or something, then you can decide. But you can decide that vaccines I'm going to put five vaccines. <laughs> 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 <laugh
तो बूस्टर के टाइम पे आप यू कैन चूज है ना दादा वेरी गुड पॉइंट so thanks a lot anand and thanks a lot dr das i this this nice. will help i think everybody a lot कैमरा कुत्ते की आंखों पर कुत्ते की आंखों से आंसू आ रहे हैं कैमरा आसमान पर आसमान से बारिश हो रही है यानी दुनिया भर के कुत्ते रो रहे हैं सो इंडिया का जो डेथ का डिस्कशन है ना उसका लॉजिक वो दुनिया भर के कुत्ते रो रहे हैं ना उस लेवल पे है सो वी शुड टेक ऑल दोज थिंग्स ओनली दैट सीरियसली बट येस इट इज वेरी इंपॉर्टेंट टू रिबर्ट दोज थिंग्स आनंद हेज डन इट Uh, I try to do it in my way. I think uh, Shamika. No, I, I, I haven't. I haven't done it. You have done it. Shamika did it. I think uh, our good uh, Abhishek Banerjee uh, has written a piece in Economic Times on it. Uh, so many people have done it. Look, I am not denying that there would be excess death. I am not. Obviously, there would be. In fact, I I said it on a debate once that if this government was careful, it would have put out a regulation that any deceased person. during you know these waves or these years would have to have a rt pcr done right then you would find out so uh, you know uh, and that would give you the true number why do you have to look at the uh, you know morbid photographs of a crematorium and to find out are itni log mar gaye that is not scientific what is scientific is that anybody who is deceased you you do a test don't don't say if the body has come to the crematorium has that uh, you know was an rt pcr test done on that or not don't don't do that you get a, a you know a, a body in a crematorium or in a hospital then you do a test that would have given you the exact picture we haven't done it so the government has been lazy like a daisy call or whatever you can say so i'm not saying excess deaths aren't there what i'm saying is they aren't there to the level what these leftists and uh, you know darbaris and uh, uh, guys who don't know how to even spell signs they are writing articles on or shamika ne jo 12 inko thappad in wo dr dank ki tarah hai wo inko wo goonj yaad rahegi ki non covid year mein 1 million excess deaths thi wo tumne bataya nahi ab bata rahe ho ki covid year mein 1 million excess deaths hain so as you say in a in a scientific experiment jab aapka control hi aisa ho to asli experiment kya hoga true actually and on that or somebody has to suggest i think you are the you can do really you can suggest that so the government do this kind of record and uh, experiments yeah jis din government ne meri baat sun li us din government gir jayegi aur ye kushali aayega podcast pe kushali kahega podcast pe dekho isne is aadmi ne girayi hai sarkar abhi abhi kushal hamare bahut sare log hain jo ki jo ki log sochte hain ki sarkar gira raha hai mera naam mat lao usme to all right guys time to end today's discussion thanks a lot guys it was absolutely fantastic स्ट टाइम विद अनदर इंटरेस्टिंग डिस्कशन अंटिल देन टेक केयर गुड बाय स्टे सेफ